coming together on Memorial Day. Day before, but to me, it feels like it. I want to start out by telling you a story. It's 3 a.m. on a cold winter day. Patchy snow covers the landscape. Loudspeakers are overhead. They are blaring, telling everyone to get into their places. Surrounded by sandbags, concrete barriers, Bagram, thousand soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines. Bagram Air Base has flipped a switch and is turned from a deployed city in sleep to a sea of green and tan uniforms waiting for further direction. Some have just woken up from a few moments of sleep. Others have left their posts to attend more pressing concerns. All are focused on the events that are about to unfold. Down the three-mile main road of this base in Afghanistan, standing shoulder to shoulder are men and women waiting to pay their respects to a fallen comrade. Soon the lights of the emergency vehicles can be seen as they slowly make their way down the boulevard. Escorts leading a flatbed trailer to a C-17 cargo plane waiting on a runway to take soldiers back home to the United States. On the trailer are three caskets which are draped in U.S. flags. As the trailer approaches the lines of servicemen lining the streets, each one pays their respects by sharply saluting the men and women who have paid the ultimate price. Once the trailer reaches the plane, and once the caskets are loaded, the formation is dismissed. Respect the best. Thousands of servicemen in a war zone, paying respect the best way that they know how. Similar ceremonies to that take place in different parts of the world quite often. It's all to show love and respect to those military servicemen and women who have given all. It's Memorial Day. It's not about picnics. It's not about being able to wear white pants for a few months. It's about remembering fallen heroes. That's what it's about. It's almost strange when people say Happy Memorial Day because it is a somber occasion when you walk and you know that some people have given so much for us to have what we have. It's about remembering those fallen heroes and honoring their sacrifices. There is a quote, freedom is never given, it is won. <laughs> Every bit of freedom that I enjoy was won by someone else. That hit me this week. And it crushed me. During prayer this week, I felt as if these words were whispered into my heart. And it stopped me in my... How often do you take freedom for granted? And it stopped me in my tracks. I'll tell you the answer to that in a minute. Because it wasn't something that came automatically from me. One week after Pearl Harbor was attacked, Franklin Delano Roosevelt said this, those who long enjoy such privileges that we enjoy forget in time that others have died to win them. PBS has estimated that there have been 1.1 million Americans who have died in battle. 
It is surreal to stand at the base of Little Round Top and to look up and to imagine the type of fighting that went on at Gettysburg. It is humbling to stand in the field where Pickett's charge would take place and to see this expanse where men on both sides would be looking at one another before these lines came together for a bloody battle. To go to Washington, D.C., to see the Korean War Memorial, the statues of those men carrying their rifles with their ponchos on, to stand before that wall, 58,279 names. The gravity of that. That question that I felt like was in my heart, how often do you take freedom for granted? You know what my answer is? About as often as I take grace for granted. We live in a country where we are so blessed. As a people, to know the things we know about Jesus, we are so blessed. We know the scriptures. I could start them and you could finish them. John 8, 36 so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.13, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. It is one thing to be familiar with freedom. It is another thing entirely for freedom to be within you. This past week, my son was finishing his online work. I, being the good father that I am, forgot his lunch. So, he asked, Dad, can you take me to the mall to get the Lord's chicken? And I said, Son, I will take you. <laughs> so I go. And a place to park. And, so I, and when I pull in, it's lunchtime at the mall. You can't find a place to park. And so I thought, you know, I'll let you out and I'll just circle. And so I circled a couple of times, and I saw there was a spot between pennies and the food court, and I pulled in there. Liam gets his food, he comes out, and he gets into the Jeep, and before we leave, we're waiting for people to cross. And there before my eyes, someone walks out the door, a seasoned leatherneck, a devil dog. For those of you who don't know, a United States Marine. He walks out with his jacket and his hat on. As he walks across, he pauses. He looks up, and there's the flag. And he gives the sharpest salute that you've ever seen. And when he did this, he didn't do it for applause. He didn't do it so people would look, oh, look at him. He did it because freedom was within him. It has been said that freedom is the oxygen of the soul. I believe that America is the greatest nation on this planet. It is far from perfect, but I believe it is a beacon which shines in a very dark place. The home of the brave. This nation will remain the land of the free, 
Only so long as it is the home of the brave, Woodrow Wilson said, a nation that does not remember what it was yesterday does not know what it is today or what it is trying to do. We are about a futile thing if we do not know where we came from or what we have been about. I ask you as a church family, do you remember who you were? We have just come through a season where so many have questioned so many things about themselves. Do you remember who you were? Do you know who you are today? Do you remember when you felt freedom? It is said that freedom is an open door. And the truth about freedom, it was never meant to be futile. It was never meant to be something small that we just talk about. It's something that we must live in. We're doing a study for the men, stepping up. I'd like to thank Tom and Tom, Tommy and John. I almost got that wrong. Tommy and John for leading this. It has challenged me on a deep level. It's challenged me as a man to take stock of what are you going to do to be dear? It's caused me to say, what are you going to do with the things that you hold dear? What are you going to do with the things that you say matter? There is wisdom in Southern sayings. If you are a Yankee, it may take you a while to decode the Southern saying. But there is truth and wisdom in it. There is a saying, and it is, if you're going to saddle up that pony, you best be ready to ride it all the way into town. I'm going to share something with you to be transparent. As I sat doing my devotions for this study, one of the things that I wrote down that is core to who I am and who I'm trying to be as a man of God is honor. And one of the things that I wrote is that I will not tolerate a woman to be disrespected. Two days later, I was going to a graduation at a Christian school. I had to study for a sermon right after. My son had forgotten his mask. He needed one to get in. So I stepped into a gas station to standing there in the few secondary mask. And as I was standing there in the few seconds, there was a lady in line and a gentleman stepped in the back door. He didn't know her. Within a couple of seconds, he had cursed at her. Something inside of me thought, let it go. And then something inside of me said, didn't you just write down that you won't tolerate this? And I turned to the gentleman. I explained to him we don't speak to ladies that way. I should say I turned and looked up at the gentleman that we don't speak to ladies that way. <laughs> didn't go well. He didn't stop and say, thank you for checking me. You got my back, brother. He said a lot. And so I'm thinking, this is not good. 
The gentleman in front of me, who is taller than this guy, he sides with this other guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> but in that moment, I thought, if good people don't stand for good, what would this world become? Cut to the end of the story, uh, made it to the graduation, got in my seat, wrote my sermon afterward too. But in those moments, God challenges us. What are you going to do with the things I whisper to your heart? Because he whispers to us intimately. He whispers to you personally. What he's saying, I may not hear. And he may need you to be that person to step into the moment and be who he needs you to be. Live with honor even when the cost is great. Beyond respect, the best way that we can honor those who have fallen is to live our lives with honor, to live in a way to honor those who have gone before us. I wondered this when that man was standing saluting that flag in that mall parking lot. I wondered when he sees that flag, when he looks up, what does he see? What does his heart see? Does he remember the first time he saluted that when he was fresh out of Paris Island in basic? Does he remember saluting that flag when he trembled inside, when he's about to go on his second tour? When he sees that flag, does he remember choking back tears as he folded that flag to give it to a time when a mirror funeral? There was a time when America used to honor God unashamedly. There was a time when we would build a monument and it would have something to do with God. There was a time when a government building would have something to do with God on it. It was printed on our currency. There was a time when things went well, when we would give him credit. And when things went south, when we would turn to him and say, God, help us. And I would ask you, just like I thought with that man, when you look at the cross, what do you see? When you look at that cross, what stirs in your heart? Was it that overwhelming feeling of God's love whispering to you to pull you to an altar and give your heart to him? Was it peace that passes understanding when everyone was around you in a bad situation and their words could not bring peace, but God's presence flooded in? When you see the cross, you remember going under that cold water and coming back up and feeling like anything was possible and all things are new. Do you think of the way that his love pursued you when you ran like Jonah as far away as you could from the truth? It is said that Memorial Day is to remember it gave their last full sacrifice of devotion for this great nation. It means all in. And here's the truth. Those men and women who died did not do so so I could take my liberty for granted. Freedom is not a casual thing. It's a deliberate thing. It is something that is so precious. Jesus did not go all in for my freedom so that I could take it for granted. 1 Peter 2.16 says, live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. 
Galatians 5.13, you, my brothers and sisters, you were called to be free, but don't use your freedom to indulge your flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Today, I believe that Jesus is whispering to each one of us, remember, 2 Peter 1, 12 and 13. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and you've been established in truth that is present in you. I consider it right as long as I am in this earthly dwelling to stir you up with a reminder. Psalm 77, 1 says, I shall remember the deeds of the Lord. Surely I will on the darkest day of old. The same Jesus that brought liberty on the darkest day in human history can bring freedom and liberty to you right now. Whatever it looks like, he is the same. Because when the Spirit stirs, freedom flows. That oxygen quote about freedom being like oxygen for the soul it says in God's word that the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. He will bring to your remembrance all that was said to you. So when you're feeling down and you can't see a way out, that fire of the Holy Spirit, it may just feel like a little ember to you sometimes because it's so dark. But just give it air. Just give it some air. Give it some room and watch what's going to happen. And bringing to remembrance all the things that are true. All the things that he has done. One of the most famous photos of battle is this. Taking that hill, raising that flag, Iwo Jima. When you are in a situation and you feel like you are going down for the count, one of the best feelings is, is to know that someone, that revelry, that. You see those old movies and that bugle, that revelry, that calling the cavalry, that you know that the good guys are coming. When that happens, you know that help is on the way. And I'm saying this to someone today and hear this Isaiah 59 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Raise that flag and he's coming. He's coming. And he doesn't just raise a standard. He was willing to be raised up as the standard to bring ultimate victory to you and me. going to close in a moment. Oh, the tomb of the unknowns. Don't know if you've ever seen it or witnessed it. In 2021, the tomb of the unknowns celebrates 100 years. It's not really a celebration, but they're marking that. Since 1937, there have been guards 24-7 guarding that sarcophagus, guarding that tomb. They don't leave regardless of the time of day. Whatever's happening, they are there. On the tomb, there are wreaths which represent peace, victory, and valor. There's an inscription that says, Here rests in honored glory an American soldier known but to God. Each element 
of that sentinel's walk has meaning. He marches 21 steps down a black mat behind the tomb. He turns and faces the east for 21 seconds. He turns and faces the north for 21 seconds. Then he takes 21 steps down the mat. Next, the guard will execute a crossover, a shoulder move with his gun to make sure that that gun is in between him and the spectators at all times so that he is making known that he is guarding that tomb. That number 21, you may wonder, it is the highest military honor symbolizing a 21-gun salute. There's an inspection that they undergo. And this inspection is not for show. It's for real. During this inspection, the relief commander comes on. The oncoming guard comes on. And they do this very methodically. The relief commander to the sentinel on guard, pass on your orders. The guard which is being relieved will turn and say to the one that is coming on, post and orders remain as directed. The oncoming guard will respond, orders acknowledged. A guard takes approximately six hours each day to prepare his uniform for that duty regardless of weather. The badge that they earn is the second most difficult badge to earn in all of the military. The top one is astronaut. It is something that they can lose if they do not walk according to the standard throughout life. Even when they have gone out of service, they can lose that badge. The extreme standards that are put in place for them It's there for a reason, and it's there so that they never feel like they have mastered what they're doing. I say that because it speaks to me in my heart. We watched a video in our men's group about this, and the men were reciting their creed. It is a 99-word creed. I wanted to read it to you. My dedication to this sacred duty is total. It's wholehearted. And with dignity, the responsibility bestowed on me never will I falter. And with dignity and perseverance, my standard will remain perfection. Through the years of diligence and praise, through the discomfort of the elements, I will walk my tour in humble reverence to the best of my ability. It is he who commands the respect I protect." His bravery that made us so proud, surrounded by well-meaning crowds by day and alone in the thoughtful peace of night, this soldier will in honor glory rest under my eternal vigilance. Now hear that in terms of how the church should be. Stay at your post. Stay at your post. There's going to be seasons when people are applauding. Oh, that's great. And there's going to be seasons when you're all alone. Are you going to stay at your post? Are you going to take it as seriously when there's no fanfare as you would when you've got people cheering for you? We have an obligation as the people of God. Freedom is not free by any means. I'm responsible for what I do. What you have is worth protecting. 
as we were watching in the tomb of the something occurred to me. Do you know how often the tomb of the unknowns is attacked? Never. Yet they guard it like it is the most precious thing that exists. How much more should we guard our hearts that the enemy is constantly coming after? Do not step down from the wall. Do not step down from the post because it is a privilege to do what we do. In honor of those who have gone before us, words fail me. For every man or woman who has laid down their life, you didn't ride a bicycle to church today because the ruling party only owes cars. We're not meeting in an underground church because it's been banned. The freedom that you have came at a price. And today we honor those who paid that price for us. If you'll stand. If you have never made a decision for Jesus Christ, if you never said, Jesus, come into my heart, Today's your day. I will be standing right here and I would love to talk to you. I don't promise that the road ahead will be bump free, but I guarantee that Jesus will be with you and that you will make your way whatever is thrown at you because his plan is a good one. Let's pray. Father, today I am so thankful for the freedom that I have as an American. Thank you for this great nation and thank you for your grace and mercy that has allowed me to be a part of it. Father, I pray right now that the freedom that began on that hill at that cross, familiar with, but flow, and that it would be alive, that it would not just be something that we are familiar with, but something that is inside of us. And Lord, I pray that you would begin to build us, convict us, whisper to us, and let us be brave enough to respond to that call. And Father, as we go about our weekend, let us remember the why. Thank you for them, every single one. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.